Kwasi here. And in today's video, I'm going to share with you how I reprogrammed my subconscious mind to become a millionaire in my 20s. And by the end of this video, I'm going to give you the three steps that I've been using ever since I got started off in this journey. And I use even to this day so that you can do this for yourself so you can continually sharpen and harness your focus so you can continually become who you want to be and as a result experience the life the external reality that you want to experience so i'm going to try my best to make this no fluff and let's go right ahead and get started so today's video is going to be about reprogramming your subconscious mind over the past three four years i know a lot of people have been obsessed with this topic and uh, i've made a bunch of videos on it as well and it's done really well you guys really loved it so I thought I would talk about it again because I've learned a lot of different things about the subconscious throughout my journey. So just to give you a backstory for those of you who are new um, or maybe those of you who don't know how I got started off, uh, I was working a nine to five job. I was supposed to go into an engineering career. I had an internship. They offered me a full time job. But then when I was at the internship, I was like, do I want to do this for the rest of my life? You know, it was at a factory, a box plant. They were like, making paper boxes and there were all these equipment and things that needed maintaining and you know I, I was supposed to be this manufacturing engineer and I realized that throughout college I didn't really want to do this for the rest of my life like I wasn't too thrilled about doing fucking CAD drawings or uh, making complex analyses like I was more excited about talking to people socializing networking growing um, helping people so that's what I was more passionate about. I was more passionate about self-development, me becoming better every single day. And that's when my personal development journey actually got started. It got started with doing little things like meditating, reading books, uh, visualizing, getting started with the law of attraction. I think one of the very first books I read was Think and Grow Rich. But I just remember being so deeply frustrated with my life at that time. And every single day I would wake up and be like, oh my God, is this what my life is going to look like 20 years from now? I'd look at my coworkers and that just got me really depressed. And it was great, right? Because compared to my peers, a lot of them didn't even have a job, but I had a guaranteed job right out of the gate. But I didn't want that. You know, I, I just knew that it would be soul sucking and 20 years from now I would regret it. So I was like, what do I want instead? And at that time I was actually completing my uh, junior year in college. And I had a couple of other friends who were, one of them was a college dropout and he was an online entrepreneur. And the other one who was going to college with me, he was making a ton of money doing vlogs on YouTube. So that friend was my, is my friend Arlen. Maybe some of you have seen him on the channel, but Arlen, what he was doing back then was he was doing these vlogs and he was selling merch. And this kid was making like 20 grand a month, just traveling the world, doing what he wanted. I was like, I want that life. Why can't I have that? Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to settle for this when guys like him can do that? And that's what inspired me slowly, right? Like looking at people's story like that. Um, and my other friend was Raphael who never went to college in the first place. And he had his own e-commerce dropshipping store and he was making around 10, 20K a month in profit from his store. And I was like, dude, how are you doing that? And he was also traveling the world, doing what he wanted. And the idea that really resonated with me was just having this freedom right? Like it's having this freedom that I can do anything that I want with my time. I'm not tied down to a job uh, where I can earn enough money to be able to pay some bills and save up, make some smart investments so I can retire. So only then can I begin my life in my 60s. But now I'm 25 and you know, our business does over seven figures every single year. And it's been doing so for the past three, four years. And 
Now I can't like this life. I couldn't have imagined it back then. So, you know, there's obviously a big gap between where I was then and where I am now and how I view life and how I view things and how my subconscious operates is completely different. So my goal with this video is to help you understand what you can do to bridge that gap. So if, if, if you're someone who's starting off and you don't know what to do, you're kind of lost with your life. Um, I'm going to give you some reference videos that might help you out. But I think this video is going to teach you how to get your subconscious to a point where you start to move towards your goals without having to fight, without having to battle. Because I remember for me, even the concept of online entrepreneurship was just so foreign. I was so skeptical. I was like, would people pay for mindset? I was one of the most skeptical people around. And back then, if you asked me to pay like $2,000 for a course, I'd be like, fuck you. This is a scam. Right? That's just the kind of person I was. And it's completely natural to be that way because society's conditioned us to look for something physical, like physical goods and products. Like, oh, if you want to be a, like when I thought about business owners, I, was, I used to think of like steel magnates and people who have like manufacturing plants. That's what business was. I never thought about intangibles and information as business, but the world is changing now. You know, it's completely different from what it used to be 40, 50 years ago. So my goal with this video is to help you learn how to reprogram yourself so that it doesn't become as much of a friction as it was for me when I got started off, right? And the first thing I want to address is the inner battle. So what most people have right now is a desire. You're looking at other people, uh, maybe who are crushing it, who are doing well, Maybe you're watching videos like this. And by the way, I, I, make, I hate making videos where I'm like, oh, look at me, how I became a millionaire. And I, I just, I wanted to do this because a lot of you guys like are looking this stuff up, looking this kind of stuff up. So I want to share my take on it, like what it, the, the reality of it, right? Um, but genuinely, I, you, if you look at my channel, I don't post stuff like this. <laughs> but so I know it's, it's kind of clickbaity, but I want to address the inner battle first of all that begins. You have a desire, you want to move towards a particular goal. But what happens is within you, you can't really see that go happening. You don't really believe it happening. So because you're so reliant on your beliefs, you're like, I need to believe it. Someone's given you the false idea that I need to believe this in order to achieve it, which is not necessarily true, right? Like a lot of new inventions came about when people didn't really like see it happening because in order to believe something, it must be a reality, right? Like you can't believe in a pen if a pen ha doesn't exist. You work on faith until you get there. You have some sort of a blind faith that it will happen somehow, right? So that's one of the key points that allows you to take that step from believing in something to just jumping, going ahead anyways, you know, blindly and just figuring it out as you go along, which is one of the key things I had to learn in my entrepreneurial journey. You need to know this as an entrepreneur. But the inner battle is simply the fight between the two selves. Right now, you have this version of you that once all of those things that I mentioned, the freedom, the time, the money, you know, the relationships, etc. You want all of that. But within you, you're not like your character isn't molded to be able to experience that. Even if all of those things were delivered to you, you wouldn't be able to keep it. If everything you wanted was delivered to you on a platter five minutes from now, you would take it and you would squander it just as quickly. Like you wouldn't know what to do with it. You would panic and just squander it all. This is what happens with people who win the lottery, right? They win the lottery, but they're never able to keep the money. So it's one thing being able to make money. It's another thing being worthy enough to keep it. I know and I have so many clients who are like, 
who, who've made like 80, 100 grand a month in their businesses only to go bankrupt the next month. Like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> you know, so they just self-sabotage because internally they don't have the beliefs to fundamental, to, to create foundations for them, to root them in that. So they're not worthy enough of keeping it in the first place. And that's the inner battle, getting yourself to a place where you're not fighting against yourself every day. And I want to kind of give you an analogy to demonstrate this. Imagine walking, you have the task of walking a mile. Now imagine walking a mile while pushing a hundred pound um, wall. You know, you're pushing a wall a hundred pounds a mile versus you just walking freely with nothing to push. Which do you think is easier? It's easier to just walk without having to push any object that's a hundred pound, right? So that's exactly what I'm talking about. A lot of people get started in entrepreneurship and they have this mistaken belief that if I just take massive action, I'm going to get there. No, that's not necessarily true. It doesn't matter what action you take. Action is just one part of it. If you take action, then, you know, that's great. But if your beliefs, your character, your worldview, how you view things, there's many other different, there's many other factors that influence your success, whether you're able to keep the success or not. And that's this whole piece of puzzle that, you know, I'm, I've been exploring over the past four years. Like what really makes someone successful? Why can one person be successful, but the other person can't? And what I figured out is that it's, it's your internal identity, right? Like who you are, how you view yourself. If you view yourself as someone who's capable, as worthy of having a 20K a month business, then more likely you're going to move towards that. And even if you did have 20K a month and you don't believe yourself to be a 20K a month business owner, you'll find a way to squander it. So the most fundamental thing that everyone must begin with is seeing yourself as that person, as that being who's capable of keeping and receiving that, right? So that's the inner battle. Now let's talk about what noobs do versus what masters do. When noobs get started off, and believe me, I've, I've been here. You know, I've, I've been there. I know what it's like. What initially happens in this journey is you begin with that massive action mentality because you've seen some guru uh, online or some influencer pedal, like just take massive action. Just go out there and just grind hard and hustle and hustle and have this burning desire. And it's great. You know, that can work. You can take massive action, but it's just so much harder to do that if you are not, if you're pushing that hundred pound object. Right? And that 100 pound object are your thoughts, your doubts, your fears, your anxieties, your limiting beliefs. Let me ask you this. If you believe that online courses are scams, how can you sell your own online course? Right? You'd never be able to do it. If you have a certain viewpoint that isn't conducive to you pursuing that business or that model, you're never going to be able to achieve it yourself. Right? So I had to change my perspective on online world and you know, like businesses and products online and selling online in order to, you know, in order for me to be able to do it and not feel bad about it, right? In order for there to be a congruence. So noobs begin with that massive action paradigm. They believe that you've got to take massive action, go out there and do what's necessary and grind hard, forget about mindset. It's, it's nothing. But what masters do is they work on action and mindset simultaneously. They understand that you've got to first 
see yourself as that person. You've got to, because if you don't see who it is you've got to be first in order to achieve that, you can't act in accordance with that. It's be, do, and then have. We begin with the being and then we do what's necessary and the having follows as a consequence. Most people have it backwards. They begin with what can I have? All right, what can I do in order to have that? And then somehow by a stroke of luck, they become that person once they achieve that thing, right? So that, like I said, that's completely possible. It does work. You can take massive action, get there, but it's much harder to do than if you do the right thing, which is align your internal and take action. Combine that with massive action. So there's got to be a good balance because a lot of people also, when they learn about personal development, they're like, I'm going to sit at home and visualize and meditate until the goal shows up. No, that's not going to happen. So you need a good balance of both, which is what I did. And, you know, I went from zero to making my five first 5K month in the business to making 20K a month. Now it's over 100 grand a month. Right. So at this point in the video, you might be wondering, Quasi, what does this have to do with my subconscious mind? Here's what. Your subconscious mind is what's been conditioned throughout your life. You have a certain set of beliefs based on your upbringing, based on what you've seen in your environment, who you've hung out with, what your parents have told you, what traumatic experiences you've gone through and how you've contextualized them in your worldview. A lot of people, when they go through stuff like bullying in their lives, they look at it as, oh, I'm not good enough. Everywhere I go, I deserve to be bullied. I deserve to be the underdog. And that's what manifests in their lives. And how this manifests is your subconscious has this little thing called a, called a reticular activating system, your RAS. And your RAS, as soon as your subconscious mind is wired with a particular belief or a thought, and it's been you know, raised to a level of conviction. So belief travels in three stages. We begin with a thought and enough emotion to a thought turns it into a belief because we get some sort of a gratification from believing that we're not good enough. It makes us feel something. Human beings are feely creatures. We want to feel something all the time. When we tell ourselves that, oh, I'm a loser, it actually makes us, it justifies, it keeps us in our comfort zone. It's a survival thing, right? When I believe that I'm a loser, I won't, I'm less likely to try things to become a winner. So I keep myself in my comfort zone. By the way, I always believed that making money was for people who were exceptionally talented or gifted. I thought I would have to be born that way. And because of all the things I was hearing from like people around me, I thought, um, it's not for me. You know, I'm just going to settle and live a, a, an average life and make an average income and try to be like a mad scientist and be extraordinary there. You know, money is evil. I started to believe money is evil. I started to tell myself that money was evil because I didn't think I could make it. That was my way of keeping me in the comfort zone. If I believed money was evil, then I wouldn't need to make it because it's evil, right? But that wasn't what's, what was going on. I was lying to myself, which is what most people do to keep themselves in their shells. You'll see like a lot of the times, um, I will talk about my business a little bit and then a lot of people will come in and start hating on it and be like, ah, oh, you just sell courses. You're just a course seller. You know, that's not a real business. And they'll say that, but you can, you can, you can tell what place it's coming from, right? It's, it's coming from that deep, deeply rooted, like, insecurity that they have that they will, they aren't able to do it because if it's so easy to do it, why aren't you doing it? You know what I mean? So most people who say those kinds of things, they have this limiting belief that's preventing them 
from branching out and being more expansive. So most of the times people stay stuck in their lives because they're contracted, they're closed off. And they're closed off because guess what? It's so easy to stay closed off and be in your comfort zone because there's no rejection there. There's no fear or worry. There's, and also paradoxically, there's no growth there. There's no growth in the comfort zone, right? So that's what happens in our subconscious mind when our RAS is you know, fixated on a belief. That belief evolves into the level of conviction. And for some people who've been living for like this way for a very long time, it takes a lot longer to undo them, but they are undoable. And so when something has been raised to the level of conviction, now your RAS looks for proof, which is again, confirmation bias. If you think you're a loser, you're gonna look for proof in your reality of where you are a loser. Where am I a loser? Oh, look, this person said this bad thing about me. Oh, that person looked at me weird on the street. You know, that person um, talked to me weird and took my order weird at the restaurant, that waiter. Uh, I must be a loser. It's probably just my appearance. It's probably because I look ugly. It's all of these things you believe about yourself, right? So I actually share with you how to undo this. And I shared like a very detailed video on how you can consciously reprogram your RAS. I'll link that in the description below. So make sure you go check that out. But for the purposes of this video, we just have to be aware that this is what happens naturally. We don't even have to think about it. The whole point of understanding about the subconscious is we look at the behaviors we don't even consciously think about. What are the thoughts we just naturally have day to day? Those are the things that are deeply rooted in our subconscious, right? They're all products of the past and they don't need to necessarily shape your future. And our mission here is to consciously shape our subconscious so that the natural thoughts that are there are the ones that we like. The beliefs are there that are the ones that we like and we kind of, you know, become vigilant about what we let into our world, who we're friends with, what we expose ourselves to, what kind of foods we eat, right? And this doesn't mean you become sheltered. It just means that you just become a little bit more attentive and a little bit more conscious. So the way to influence the subconscious is through the conscious. When I consciously do one habit for long enough, it starts to get rooted into my subconscious. Think about riding a bike for the first time. You rode the bike and it was very uncomfortable because you weren't used to it. It's completely new, it's a completely foreign behavior, pedaling and keeping your balance. But as you kept doing it consciously, next time you hopped on a bike, guess what? You didn't have to think about it. Your muscles already knew what to do. You didn't have to say, flex this muscle, this amount, this intensity, and, you know, and then put your you know, lean like this, and then now lean like that. You don't have to give conscious instructions. It just happens naturally. So that's what we want to happen in a way that we want, in the more positive way. So most people are programmed with the negativities that aren't serving them, that are causing this internal battle. So now I want to share with you the three-step process that I use every single day to do this for myself. And I hope this is of value to you as well. The three-step process you can begin to reprogram your subconscious mind consciously in the direction that you want. If you want to become a successful business owner, if you want to make more money, if you want to have a better love life, this is how you do it, right? Step one is you have to make a firm decision to have. You have to make a firm decision to have the thing that you want. And this is literally just a matter of, you know, I visualize this, I want it, I will have it. You make just a fundamental assumption, you know, and, and on blind faith, 
you accept that it will happen somehow. You don't know how it will happen. It doesn't matter how it will happen. It doesn't matter if you will take action to make it happen or tomorrow someone's going to knock on your door and give you a million dollars. It doesn't matter. You've made the decision that it's going to happen and one way or the other, it's going to happen. And you need to keep reminding yourself of this decision that you've made. Okay. So this is what I did when I kept visualizing that ultimate goal that I had when I first got started off. I would wake up in the morning and I would look at like, I would visualize, you know, my vision board. I would look at waking up next to the woman of my dreams, um, driving this bright red Ferrari or, and living in this mansion in LA. And, you know, I would visualize all of that. I didn't know how I would get there. I didn't know if it would be possible, but let me tell you, (laughs) um, I pretty much don't care about the red Ferrari or the mansion anymore. I, you know, my wife and I, I met this beautiful blonde girl shortly after that. And we got married like eight months later. And now we live in Florida in our house. I just recently bought a house and we have a nice car. I mean, I'm pretty happy, but the thing is my desires have changed now that I've experienced all of those things. I don't care about the fancy, shiny things, but that's where I started off. So it's important you know where you start off. So you, it's important that you have an image of where you, what you'd like. And don't judge yourself for wanting certain things. I didn't judge myself for wanting a bright red Ferrari. I just realized it was impractical. Apparently the first oil change on a fucking Ferrari is 30, 40 grand, right? So why would I, why would I do that? It, it costs more to maintain it. Um, so make a firm decision on what you want and whatever it is you want, accept it and just start there. It's not set in stone. It is always subject to change. Okay. That's key. Number two, look for proof of possibility. How I did this was I was always surrounding myself with people who have what I want. That's the number one way for you to get what you want. You need to surround yourself in that collective energy, that energy of other people who have the thing that you want. And the other way you can do it is look for any tiny proof of progress. The goal here is we're trying to brainwash ourselves. You've already been brainwashed, but you've been brainwashed unconsciously by society. And you believe certain things to be true based on what society says, even though some of it may not have real factual evidence and factual evidence, by the way, is always subject to change because, you know, one day science will say it's a wave. Next day, it'll say it's a particle. So there is no (laughs) objective truth. All truths are really subjective if you think about it. So look for proof of possibility that you are moving towards this goal. So when I got started in this space um, and I wanted to start my YouTube channel, I had the idea that, hey, you know, if I want to move towards that, my friend Arlen has a YouTube channel. My friend Raphael has a YouTube channel and they're getting a lot of traffic from there. Maybe I can become a vlogger too. And I, believe me, I tried some vlogs. You can even go back to the channel and check them out. And they tanked because I just hated editing. And I was like, I'm not a very creative person. You know, I don't even do my own thumbnails anymore because I, I just know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at. So, and if, if you look at the editing of my videos, they're pretty basic, right? I don't do any fancy shit. So anyway, I, I started my YouTube channel. <laughs> I almost forget what point I'm trying to make. Started the YouTube channel and uh, I visualized myself as... Hey, just made my first video. This is wonderful. This is great. This is me moving towards that goal that I have of being in that mansion with the Ferrari. I I was always linking it. So you have to almost be kind of biased 
You know, you're looking at it the way you'd want to look at it through rose tinted shades that you've created because now guess what? You're consciously re reprogramming your subconscious mind. And by the way, make sure you check that video out because it's, it's going to be a complete game changer for you if you haven't already. So again, I'll link it in the description. What proof confirmation does is it slowly, we're reversing that process. What most people do is in order to believe in something, they need real proof. Like you won't doubt the existence of this pen if it's right there, right? I can't doubt the existence of this because I'm, all of my senses are being immersed by, by the existence of this pen. I can feel the pen, I can see the pen, I can smell the pen, we're fucking strong. Um, I can hear the pen, it is real. So that's what we're trying to do. But guess what? Your nervous system can't tell the difference between what's real and imagined if you keep visualizing it enough and with enough emotional intensity. Feeling is, is the other sensory perception organ. Like we feel things. It's, I'm not talking about perceiving. I'm talking about like internally feeling something. Again, I'm not a psychologist. I can't put it in fancy terms and explain it to you, but you get my gist. So whenever you visualize, you look for proof and then you feel good about that proof. Like, hey, this is really happening. And even if you don't believe it, just look at it as, you know what, this could be proof. You know what, this probably is a way of me moving forward towards that. And even the unfortunate things that happen, those two had to happen in order for you to get to that mansion or whatever it is you want to get to. Those two had to happen, right? That's number two, looking for proof of possibility. Number three, and this is arguably one of the most crucial points, is let doubts and fears exist and withdraw your energy from them. Now let's talk about how we can do this. Every time I had a doubt about my YouTube channel, and trust me, I had so many. I was like, am I gonna even be able to do this, first of all? Uh, second of all, are people even gonna be interested and in are they gonna wanna buy it? Uh, third of all, am I going to be able to do this long time? What if, you know, people just lose interest and think I'm some scammer, right? And I had all of these fears and every time I would make a video, I'd be like, oh, what if people don't like this video? And what I would do is I would look for like that one comment that the person was like, this is bullshit. This is garbage. You're making this up. I would look at that and I'd focus on that and then that would ruin my whole day. And that's what I would keep focusing on. Guess what happens to your subconscious mind? Remember we mentioned whatever you focus on gets started, starts to get ingrained in your subconscious, the thought plus the feeling. When I focus on this video is bad and I feel and I react to that comment, that thought of the video is bad, I start to believe that the video is bad. The thought plus the feeling makes a belief happen. And then when I start to believe that the video is bad, I start to believe that Wait a second, Quasi is a bad video maker. Now my identity, my self-image becomes that of I'm a bad video maker. So every single new video that I make, I'm going to have that in the back of my head. And guess what? We never want to act in misalignment with what we believe our self-image is, right? So we always act in accordance with our self-image. So I'm going to probably do one or two things that's going to make the video bad because I know subconsciously what the qualities of a bad video are. I can't consciously put it into words, but I will start to emulate those behaviors. Your subconscious mind can process so many things at one time that the conscious mind doesn't, it's not even aware of it. So, you know, all of the, all of the information, everything that you've ever experienced or things that you haven't even experienced yet, they, they are all in your subconscious. 
they are literally all in your subconscious. And that's just a singular subconscious, but there's the collective subconscious of every single person. You know, they all have a collective subconscious that we share data. And I don't want to get into that right now, but that is also a thing. <laughs> but whenever these doubts and fears exist, you know, come up in, in your mind and it makes you feel a certain way, allow yourself to feel that way. Give yourself permission to have doubt and fear. So when I had those, when, and when the next time that comment came and I realized this, I just let that be there. I didn't even delete it. Because even when you delete that comment, what are you doing? You're giving it energy. You don't want to give it energy at all. It too has the right to exist. Everyone that calls me a scammer or whatever, like it too has the right to exist. They too have the right to their opinion. These thoughts also have the right to exist. So I'm not interfering. I'm not trying to play God and trying to like, you know, be nitpicky about the things that I'm keeping and the things I'm throwing away. They all exist. I'm just giving my attention to the ones that I want. That's all I'm doing. That's all this mission is. We just want to withdraw attention from unwanted things and give attention to wanted things. And that's how you create your desired reality. And that's how you progressively reprogram your subconscious mind. Because guess what happens when you withdraw your attention from doubts and fears? They suffocate. They just run their course and they go away. You don't feed them, they don't get stronger. Have you ever had it when you're like running late to something and the more you rush, the more you do stupid things. Like you take a route that you know, you know, you probably didn't know, but like you take a route that would make you even later than usual, but you just wanted to try something new today instead of your usual route. Or maybe like, you know, just today your shoelaces can't tie themselves. When you're rushing, when you're, you're resisting being late, so you're moving towards being late. The mind can't distinguish between what's wanted and what's not wanted. It just moved towards what you focus on. Okay, so anyway, with that, I conclude this video. Thank you guys so much for watching. I hope this was helpful. I know this was kind of long, but I urge you to go back and watch this again because there are a lot of nuanced points that I covered today. And, uh, you know, I always find that when I watch something over and over again, I always get and pick up on key things that I haven't picked up before. But honestly, this was my personal experience and how I grew a seven figure business. And, you know, we just recently bought a house we moved somewhere warm that we want to live in. And sometimes I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh my God, is this really my life? Like, this is insane, you know? And I want all of that to be possible for you guys as well. So thank you so much for watching. Uh, let me know if you're new to the channel, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, hit that little bell there so you're notified of any new video that I put out. Let me know below what you thought of this, what future videos you want to see. I'll be reading all of the comments myself. And uh, make sure you watch the reference video on the subconscious mind and how to reprogram it. And I share with you in that video the subconscious, the self-reprogramming cycle, which is going to be absolutely crucial for some of you to understand, at least some of you who are more cerebral and you want to logically make sense of it. So that will be in the uh, description box below. Thanks so much for watching. Till next time. Peace.